Do you like exclusive stuff? Yes, yes sir. sir. Do you like having access to your favourite podcast hosts in a way like never before? Yeah, absolutely. Do you wish you had access to our old Survivor Oz episodes that you can't find anywhere else online? Oh, yeah. If you answered yes to one, two or all of those questions, then get excited because the Oz Network is now on Patreon. <laughs> That's right, your favourite podcast has jumped on the Patreon bandwagon to enable a better listening experience for you, our listener. For more details, simply head to www.patreon.com forward slash oznetwork where you can sign up for as little as $3 a month. It'll be the best decision you make since that last bad one you made. You're listening to the Oz TV podcast, only on the Oz Network. It is the Oz Network coming to you once again for a lost episode as we laugh already because when we think about comedy, we think about this episode of Lost. It is Here's How You first aired on the 25th of March 2009. It was written by Edward Kitsis and Adam Horowitz. What is so funny? Directed by Greg Yatanez. And it's Comedy Central because it's a Saeed episode. <laughs> um, my name is Ben and I like sad men. Uh, and my name is Noah and Ben, are you a professional? Um, no, yes, I am. No, no. I am. No, he's not. I'd love to be a prostitute. Um, yeah, I Would mean... Would you be a better prostitute or podcast? Uh, definitely podcast host. Um <laughs> I was going to say prostitute based on the five-season track record of this show. <laughs> so you better say based on the five-season track record of you and I having sex, but okay. Uh, we'll go with that. Um, going on that. What is happening in this episode? Um, Saeed, his sexy long-haired uh, assassin man who shoots a child and gets tied to a tree. I mean, a lot's happening to Saeed this episode, zombie Saeed. But again, let's be honest. This isn't Saeed. This is Naveen Andrews Naveen. trying to get off Lost. Um, <laughs> actually, I'll, I'll be honest with you straight away. I, I surprisingly enjoyed this episode more than I remembered. I'll say that. Yeah, this is the closest thing to a, a filler episode that we'll probably get in season five. Um, I kind of ironically like this episode based on how <laughs> how much of Naveen Andrews has just given up. Uh, if you watch it in that kind of context, it's kind of hilarious because every scene he's just absolutely had enough. Um, yeah, it's not bad. Things happen, I guess. Uh, but it's just... I guess my problem with this episode is my problem with the Sai character. It's just, it's done. It's it's Naveen from here on out. Not just the accent. The accent is gone, but... What accent are you the- talking about, Noah? <laughs> I was on Oceanic Flight 815. <laughs> uh, Bloody <laughs> oath, the others are coming. <laughs> I'm not a hostile. What's a hostile? I was uh, in the Republican Guard. <laughs> yeah, it's just it's so disappointing in hindsight knowing how this character went. 
And I don't hate this episode. There's some fun things in it, but I ironically like it based on how bad Naveed Andrews is, and that's not the way you should like an episode of Lost. Uh, but at the same time, it's not a boring episode, I guess. No, it goes by pretty quickly, I have to say. Um, is there is there honestly a reason why sort of Saeed was just kind of written this way? I mean, Naveen Andrews, I think you mentioned before, kind of has spoken out. He doesn't really talk about loss. Like, is it is it is it just a mixture of everything? Naveen Andrews just wanted out, but he couldn't, or they just didn't know what to do with Saeed at this point? I think it's just they didn't know what to do with Saeed, and, uh, but he has been such a presence in the show that they wanted to keep him around towards the end, uh, even though they should have written him out in season five and left him at home, but it's just, you know, Syed has never been one of the greatest characters, but he's always been a staple. You you like Syed. He's always been in the middle, kind of like, he's never been a bad character. And just, I just think they didn't have the balls to ride him out and we'll get into him ending up back in the island, but he's the only character that, doesn't fit and there's a reason why he doesn't end up in the dharma thing because he shouldn't even be back on the island based on the plot line um yeah so i think they just ran out of things to do and the moment they killed nadia off i think was the moment this character got killed and the sad thing is and i hate to be such a negative naveen but <laughs> we're not even at the worst of the worst we're not even up to real zombie side this is pre-zombie Saeed. So there's a lot of shit things to come with Saeed's character. So this is like, we should be relishing this. And that's sad. Every time I just think about him, I just, I think about that. Was it a mad TV parody when Jeff Probst is on it and he does a confessional where he's like, I didn't go through 30 odd days of getting tortured to be voted out by Jeff fucking Probst or something like that. No, we need that fun, Naveen Andrews. Where's he? Wasn't he in that, there was that show, like I've talked about seeing him in The Brave One, but there was that Netflix show done by the Wachowskis um, that I watched like the first two episodes of it, I think, and he was in that. Um, Can't remember the name, but I know he's in that. Yeah, it was, I mean, two episodes were okay. didn't make me want to watch the whole thing. I I think I watched Manifest instead, but um, yeah. Can Can we ironically, after we've done all of Lost... Just do like a pilot episode of Manifest. Just says, remember when we did uh, getting sexy back or whatever it was? Can we just do like a commentary in the first episode of Manifest just to take the piss out of it? And let's see if we can get Naveen Andrews to join us. Yeah, Naveen Andrews talks about Manifest. Well, everyone, <laughs> I mean, we got Fran Dresser on Double Oz Seven, so why couldn't we get Naveen Andrews to talk about Manifest? Um, we get Damon Lindelof to talk about Manifest. <laughs> sure, I'm sure he'd be down for it. Uh, so I guess we'll separate this into. Off island, on island. Let's go back and meet Baby Saeed. Like, I'm yeah, sorry, have well, we not? What? 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 Oh, I was just gonna point out that I don't know how you feel, but I'm happy to have flashbacks back. It's been a while since oh, we had yeah. a good old just flashback. When was the last time we had a flashback? Well, we've had little scenes here and there, but pretty much none of season five has had like a proper just flashbacks episode. So it would have been Gummy Joe in Cabin Fever last oh. season. Gummy Joe. Um, I, I've got to ask a question, though. This flashback of Baby Saeed. We've seen this scene before, right? This is exactly the same as what happened with Echo back in, was it, season two when he steps yeah, in to save his much. brother, right? Like, I'm watching this guy and I've seen this before. Like, we've had this. This is exactly the same as Echo oh. did. Do we need to see Baby Saeed? 
<laughs> Dick Said Dad. Like yeah. poor, poor little. Just, we've talked about it on the show, but obviously the producers of this show had daddy issues, and yeah. But we talked about it as like, okay, Jack, that fits with the story. Okay, Locke, that fits with the story. Okay. Kate, okay, that's a bit different with the stepfather thing. Okay, uh, Charlie, okay, that's just a little small, small thing. Okay, Boone and Shannon, okay, that's just a little bit in the, the side. And then season three, they brought in, oh, Hurley has daddy. Okay, we didn't need that, but okay, it's Hurley, whatever. Claire? We got to season five. Did we need to add another daddy issues into this show? Well, yes, we do because we were Saeed's dad, the dick. Um, we didn't who, dick Saeed dad. Like, I think I think Saeed that the, already had a dickish life as it is. <laughs> the creators of the show clearly had issues as kids being forced to kill things. Like you've got Echo having to kill someone, and then you've got Saeed having to kill a chicken. I, I really want to delve in, delve into the mysteries of Damon Lindelof's childhood. Well, I have no idea if Damon Lindelof's dad is still alive, but if he is, it must have been so awkward watching this show. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> or maybe he was like the perfect dad and therefore he's just like, fuck, I can't do anything. Let's do the opposite. Let's make people think that I've got a terrible dad when he's got like the most loving father on the planet. Yeah, I hope so. Wow. Um, so anyway, we've got uh, Saeed's dad telling his brother to kill a chicken and he can't come inside until you kill the chicken. Too bad if this kid was like an outdoorsy kid. Like, great, cool, all right, don't want to go inside. Um, and then in steps Saeed, kills the chicken, uh, and then the dad's like, oh, at least one of you will be a man. So, like, fucking knows, I'm not a man then. I've never killed a chicken. So I've never killed a chicken. I've eaten plenty of chickens, so. <laughs> Mr. Clucks. Yeah, I may as well be. Mr. Clucks and Los Polos Romanos. Uh, one time we had. I actually grew up with quite a lot of animals, but only in my younger childhood, not in my sort of later childhood. But one of our lambs was uh, was uh, born with its legs backwards. And, oh. <laughs> oh. Poor and lamb. My dad shot it, and uh, I refused to eat it, uh, even <laughs> though I love lamb. But so I guess I'm not a man. Well, I remember one of the funniest stories I've heard on in my radio shows was um, I think you've met. Sam before, uh, who people know over on the brink if you are a Ben Waterworth fan. Um, but he, I remember, told the story about how he had chickens and then one time he went outside and one of his chickens was dead and he wanted to, like, hide it from his kids or something like that. So he just picked it up and threw it in the wheelie bin. <laughs> and then just, like, got <laughs> He's a man. <laughs> I know. Imagine going to take the rubbish out the next day. And What's that smell, dead chicken? Um, just in the, in the why did, I was like, why didn't you cook it? Um, you know, like I'm sure <laughs> yeah, it was fine. a good chicken. Yeah, mm, mm, chicken. I wonder what happened to Saeed's brother. Why yeah. did we never see him again? Why is Saeed? he not sad that his brother went missing in the plane? I was going to say here is I was going to say to Saeed's brother have a page. Of course he does. It's uh, Lostpedia. Omar Jarrah, older brother. Um, oh, you do see him in the Flash Sideways, apparently. Oh, so. yeah, right. He's uh, banging Nadia in the flat side. Omar lived in the United States and was married to Nadia. The couple had two children, Sam and Eva. Omar was a businessman who owned at least two dry cleaning stores, but to finance his latest store, he borrowed money from a loan shark. Um, and he ended up being hospitalized with a collapsed lung. Oh, there's a lot more to say his brother than you remember. Um, and though he's credited 
in the press release for this episode, the boy, as Iraqi boy. Um, so there you go. In the casting call, described as older boy, 12, must speak Arabic, sensitive and kind-hearted. He's scared of his domineering father and knows he's a sad disappointment. Hey, mum, I found the perfect casting call for me. Oh, yeah, this is perfect for you. You are a sad disappointment. Now go and kill a chicken. Oh wait, you're a sad disappointment. Wait, can we can we backtrack? Does it say must speak Arabic? Yeah. Why were they speaking English then? <laughs> Obviously, they could only find a kid who was a sad disappointment. They couldn't find a sad disappointment in Arabic. Very hard to fill that criteria in 2010. But easy to find a lot of kids that are sad disappointments. So this actor is uh, Anthony. Kayvan, um, and he's currently starring in cu- currently starring in Lo- Hulu's Love Victor. Ooh, oh, he's oh. he's been he's been in the Rookie with TV's Nathan Fillion. <laughs> oh, movies Nathan Fillion. Oh, sorry, movies Nathan Fillion. You're right, absolutely. Um, oh, he's a disappointment. He's not. I mean, he's been in NCIS. He was in Grey's Anatomy. One of the Law and Orders. There it is. Tick it off the bingo. Um, this was his second ever acting role. He was previously in a short film called Mustang Magic, where he played Grandpa, age 10. Um, <laughs> okay. Yep. Good on you. We could get him on the show. Surely we get Anthony. Were you a sad disappointment as a kid? Is that why you got the role of young Saeed? <laughs> oh, don't bring it up. Oh, wait, no, that's no, sorry, that's young Saeed. Oh, no, he's not the sad disappointment. We want Iraqi boy. Oh, I'm getting the wrong person mixed up. Sorry, young Saeed killed the chicken. We want Xavier Rab Manapool. That's who oh, played. No, he's a disappointment. This is his only acting credit. So, yes, he is a sad disappointment. <laughs> what a sad disappointment he was. Oh, God, live up to your life there, mate. <laughs> Jesus, Xavier. What sort, of, what sort of Iraqi name is Xavier? <laughs> What sort of Iraqi name is Ben? I don't know. Um, anyway, so we're we're back with Saeed. He's uh, gangster Saeed again. He's killing random Russian guy, chasing him through the streets. Sexy long-haired, long-haired assassin Saeed. That's I like, like this look. I know. He's like, like, wow, this guy's pretty sexy. Um, <laughs> now, I've got a complaint here, Noah. Uh, it doesn't look like Moscow to me. Uh, it just looks like a street where they put some fake snow and they've just put the uh, the Kremlin behind. Um, but I do like when Saeed kills this guy, runs and sees Ben. I love Ben in his little spy get-up. Like, he's got his trench coat on and he's kind of like his little bowler hat. Oh, he was hat. loving that. I kind of like it. And then, basically, Ben informs Saeed that he's done. That was the last person that he's had to kill and um, that these are the all of Widmore's people that were threatening to kill the Oceanic Six. And what what does Ben say? Like, uh, no, no, Saeed says something like, what am I meant to do now? Oh, sorry, that was too Iraqi. What am I meant to do now? And then <laughs> Ben's just like, oh, that's up to you or something. And it, I just want to see the, the, the transition phase here where Saeed's like walking down the street and he's like, oh, God, I'm in a crossroads in life. What am I going to do? My wife's dead. You know, I've, I've, Oceanic Six for safe. I know, I'm going to go build houses in Santa Domingo. And it's like, <laughs> and he's like running and doing a montage of, I'm walking on air, I'm living my life. 
<laughs> Saeed, just like happy. Um, Believe it or not, Saeed isn't at home. That's the song I was trying to think of. Believe it or not, he's walking on air. He never thought he could be so free. Yeah, that's really gone from like a James Bond spy series to a, a sitcom. I know. Like, Saeed walks up to the builder thing. It's like, Saeed. It's like, I hope we've got enough nails. <laughs> Saeed Gerrard is filmed in front of a live studio. In comes, you know, Jeff. Saeed, what did you get up to on the weekend? Didn't kill anyone, did you? <laughs> what are you saying, Jeff? Oh, I don't know, Saeed. <laughs> I'm not a killer. <laughs> Welcome to Santa B- D- D- Domingo. Santa, San- Santo Domingo. Um, Santa? Santa? Santo. Which one? Yes, I could play a good Santa. Yeah. <laughs> I, 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 Didn't I, I, Santa I, go to sorry. Iraq in South Park? Did he? I don't know. I'm sure Santa. Oh, there Afghanistan, maybe that one. I'm sure there's Christians in Iraq somewhere. Probably not out. Probably get shot, but I don't know. Um, so we we get um, Saeed building his houses in his bright yellow shirt again, mm. and uh, here's Ben, and he informs him, "Old Gummy Joe's dead." And I do love how like uh, Saeed's like, "What happened to him?" Like, That's not important. <laughs> oh no, he says, "I believe he was murdered" or something like that. Um, so now Ben's basically saying that there's people waiting outside Hurley's uh, mental institution, that he's worried for his safety. And Saeed uh, basically says that he wants him to, uh, it's like, you want me to kill that man. It's like, Ben's like, why would you want me to do that? Um, and then they sort of have this speech about how killing is in your nature that you, uh, what does he say? Like, oh, this is not a choice. It's what you do. Um, and then Saeed says he doesn't like killing people, and the crowd laughs. Ah, Saeed doesn't like people killing people. Um, I, I just love Ben in this scene, kind of just manipulative Ben, just, you know, like, oh, I think he was murdered. These people are there, and, oh, I was mistaken. Um, I miss Ben in his little, you know, Russian spy outfit, but, uh, I mean, again, this is another episode where I feel Ben has stuff to do, but, like, it's limited. But even when he does have stuff to do, it's just so amazing. Like, it's just, he just, Michael Emerson, Mike, just make Michael Emerson the thing. Hashtag still on that five seasons later. I just, I, I want to see the perspective of old, like, Juan or whoever's working <laughs> at the building who's like, oh, yeah, this nice guy, Saeed's come on helping and then he's just listening to this conversation you want me to kill this man (laughs) (laughs) oh my god i thought he was here to help us build houses this is like the charitable most charitable place in the world they're going to third world countries building like schools for kids yeah like stereotypical much like just got the iraqi that's like also a killer like i mean god like jesus christ yes um (laughs) i don't know if you had anything else to add i like ben I'm glad you like me. Linus, Linus, Linus. (laughs) I thought someone finally liked me. Um, We're back in LA now and we get Saeed drinking. This is the McCutcheon whiskey, right, isn't it? Like a bit of a callback. Yep. And we meet meet, um, Alana. Uh, That's her name, right? Um, Yeah. I love Lostpedia. When he's um, served by a bartender, he's approached by Alana. They flirt and end up going to a hotel room. Oh. Um, but Is that flirting? It's pretty awkward, I think. 
I don't think it's flirting. I think Alana's just horny. Like, she just, like, I saw you and you look sad. I like sad men. Fuck, I need to meet Alana then. I'm in with a shot. Um, but <laughs> I love to say, like, yes. I'll talk a lot more about Alana because she's going to be in the show quite a lot for season six. But uh, I won't, I'll save what I have to say for her later. But can I just say, as much as she's an interesting character, this lady is such a terrible actress. Yeah, I'm not a fan. And, and I don't know if you know this, but Alana is actually the last character to ever be credited as a lead character in the show. So she's our last main character of the show. Is Caesar and, ever a main character? Uh, no, you just wait for two two more episodes and you'll see oh. what happens to the old Caesar. <laughs> just uh, put us in salad. Yeah, so... She she has that distinction of being kind of the last main character, but you just look at all the other actors and actresses to be main characters in the show, and it's just Alana does not deliver. Even if I think the character is somewhat interesting, the actress does not pull off any of this. It To me, I, I, I don't, yeah, I, I barely even remember what she does moving forward, but it's kind of like how whenever we've been introduced to these new characters, like they started off well with the Tailies and then obviously people, you know, getting like Ben and Desmond and all that sort of stuff. And then kind of, we had the freighter people and you know what? 50% of them were pretty interesting. And we had Charlotte, Naomi. Um, and then all of a sudden now it's like, Oh, let's introduce our third batch of newbies. And it's kind of like, these are just the ones where I'm just like, eh, like who cares? Uh, I'm just, you know, you don't need to. A little too late in the series at this point. But I like I, I, the thing I do like though here is I kind of like the whole um, like oh how much does a glass of that cost and he's like I don't care like it tastes good or whatever and then she automatically knows it's one hundred and twenty one hundred and twenty dollars like I wish I could afford that that's great like oh, Jesus yeah. Christ yeah. can you drink like straight whiskey that's a dumb question of course you can you're an alcoholic yeah I mean I can but I'd rather not <laughs> I uh, re- not for I, that price anyway I remember um. When I was at T Bird's house one time, we were sitting out on their porch having a chat, and her husband T-Bird Glenn from Survivor. Yes, yeah, so well, thank you, Noah, for that. Um, not yes, from Lost. Fans do not like Survivor. <laughs> um, no one likes Survivor. I, I could have been drinking with a car, um, but yeah, her I'm husband. Or a bird. Uh, exactly a bird called T but her husband comes out with a bottle of scotch and just pours me like you know I felt very much like oh like I'm in a wine bar right now I've just got straight scotch I just I just can't drink it like I'm I'm sort of like mm, it's nice like how do you just I mean, drink this straight I am an alcoholic but they so many TV shows and movies people are drinking just straight liquor and it's not that great. Like, no. Not many no. people do that in real life. <laughs> yeah. I used to, to do it with vodka, but I was a bit of an alcoholic when I was like 18. So, you know, whatever. But now, God, I'm old. I don't drink much at all. I'm letting my country down. So, yeah. I mean, I mean it's one thing to do a shot, but just sitting there sipping is just – and for 120 bucks. I know. Uh, yeah. And the other thing that I like my steak medium rare, but – Specifically, asking for a bloody. Yeah. See, I'm a, I'm a, I'm a, I'm a well done man. So. No. Oh, that is the most <laughs> Ben Waterworth thing I've ever heard in my fucking life. 
my god! Wow, Jesus! You, five minutes ago, you're like, I like Ben, and you're like, well, that's the most fucking Ben Waterworth thing I've ever. Heard. <laughs> <laughs> I am literally simultaneously flabbergasted and not shocked at all. So, so can I just point out, we've gone out multiple times to eat dinner together because, you know, we dated and all that, but I don't think I ever ordered it because I wasn't really into steaks when I was eating normal. Now I'm all into steaks and I'm keto. I've never ordered a steak around you, so you're going to be embarrassed the next time you go eating with B, with, with B, with me. <laughs> I would not allow you to order a well-done steak in front of me. Wow. Judgmental against well-done steak eaters. Absolutely. Oh, (laughs) I just... What's wrong with well-done steak? (laughs) I just... It's just... I... uh... I'm acting surprised. I, I'm, I'm not surprised. <laughs> I was going to point out, Noah's sitting there drinking like, looks like Korean jizz right now, and he's judging me that I have my, well, my steak well done. Wow. Jesus. Well, this is well done. It's, it is very well done. Rice wine. Mmm. Korean jizz. Um, <laughs> oh, my God. I'm all <laughs> I can't, I've never felt so judged before. And how many episodes have I done with you? You judging me? <laughs> what's worse? What's worse? Me liking Madonna or having my steak well done? It's just, uh, oh, oh. <laughs> Madonna. So She's you pretty ra- well done at this point. Too. <laughs> so you'd rather eat a well done steak than listen to Madonna? Uh, yeah, I would do that. Okay, I'll, I'll remember that. I I'm just, going to take you out for dinner at a Madonna cabaret show while we eat well done steak. <laughs> I just, normally around season five of TV shows, like the characters on the show start to become caricatures of themselves. <laughs> I feel like this show has become a caricature by season I like well done steak. <laughs> I can't believe I'd be so oh judged God. for my steak preference. <laughs> Wow. That is the most Ben Waterworth steak preference that's ever existed. Oh, God. I don't, I don't think know. I can go on. I was about to say I that. I was like, yeah. I don't know if I want to go on in this episode. I feel so judged. I don't mean this episode. <laughs> the show You're going back to hiatus land where you just, you know, let's put loss on a hiatus for two years. <laughs> Let's be honest. We'll be honest. We recorded these episodes two years ago, but Noah had to take a two-year break. (laughs) Yeah. I need time to process the things I hear on this show. (laughs) Everybody needs time to process things they hear on this show. That's why they don't listen. I I want to make an official apology to Alana because I'll I'll take the bloody steak. (laughs) (laughs) You'll just take a cow. You'll just rip some skin off and just chow down into the... Uh, uh, and you know what's even more offensive is I've lived in Korea for the past four years and it's very hard to get a steak here. So to hear that, it's just... Well, Noah, uh, let me just clarify one thing. Um, I eat well-done steak and I can get dates. You eat medium rare and you can't. So there's a, there's a clarification going on there that you've got to you got to work out your type of steak to get the dates. That's yeah. a secret. That's a secret. That's, that, there's the number one dating secret, eat well-done steak. And then, then you get dates. And get well done women. Yeah. <laughs> well, oh. some of them are probably a bit medium leave, rare, but let's let's that. let's, let's move on. Um, let's leave that. Let's leave it. On. Don't touch it. Don't touch it. Um, 
So you don't touch it. After the mild flirting, they touch and uh, they're getting hot and heavy. And then out of nowhere, uh, Saeed gets bashed by a woman. Domestic violence. Oh, poor Saeed. And then we find out that plot twist, Alana is a assassin and that she's got to take Saeed back to Guam, uh, the guy not, that not he killed on the... Well, a, a, a hit woman. No, a bounty hunter. That's the he one. He calls her a bounty hunter, yeah. She, but that's, she's that's she's a lie, as we'll find out in the finale. Boba Fett, basically. Uh, and she... <laughs> Is going to take him to Guam because uh, she's what a, a friend or uh, well a bounty hunter of the family that he killed on the golf course. Now, is this? Um, am I spoiling? <clears throat> I'm choking on my well done steak. Uh, is this? Is this all like a ploy by Ben to get him there, or is this legitimately she is going from that family? Neither. Neither. <laughs> oh, okay. This is uh, this is a ploy by Jacob which we'll find out in the finale. Right. Okay. So this is where it doesn't really make sense that Saeed's on this plane. Exactly. Okay. Because I, I, yeah. I mean. I was thinking that this was like Ben pretending to be the family to get him on the plane. That's what I thought it was. Well, you're right that it has nothing to do with the family. Uh, But this is where we kind of analyse it is. uh, It just pisses me. Jack. Jack has his thing of the John Locke sort of destiny thing. Like we buy into that, right? We can buy into that. Um, son, she wants to get back to find Jin. You can buy into that, right? You're yep. on board with that. I'm on, I'm on board with Jin and Son riding each other. Yes. Yeah, we all are. Um, so jumping ahead to next week, but Kate wants to go back because she has the plot line with Aaron and she wants to find Claire. We can buy into that, right? Yep, yep. Hurley is crazy and he's having such a hard time on the island and he had peace on the island and that's where he feels most comfortable. We can buy into that, right? Yep, yep. Boone. Saeed, bashed up by uh, a bounty hunter, prostitute, blah, 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 woman who lies about being thing to the economist who's actually Jacob's making him go back because his wife has just died and he's being forced onto the plane with handcuffs. Do you buy into that? Now that you say it like that, I'm going to say uh, I'll have it medium rare because I don't believe it. So, yes. Huh. I, no, don't I don't buy into it. it. I buy into the other four. This is what I'm saying. Write him out of the show. I like Saeed. I like Naveen Andrews. But you're forcing it at this point and it shows. Like completely clearly. It's not subtle at all. He shouldn't be back. And when he does get back, they don't know what to do with him. So they've thrown him in a cage and then he runs off. And then next season he'll turn into a zombie. It's. Just, I love this show and I like the character of Saeed. But this will be always 10 years on. This will always be one of my absolute frustrations with the show and I'll defend the mysteries and I'll defend the answers. I will never defend this, what they did to this character. And it still 10 years on, I've not gotten over it. And I just think, why did they do this? And they killed off other characters. They didn't need to kill him off, but why did they feel the need? They had to bring him in when it was clearly so forced. How did nobody bring this up? Why couldn't they do what they did with Walt? 
and like Locke says something like he's been through enough or something like that. Yeah, you know, just when he write him out of the show. That why do they need to have the everyone has to come back? It it clearly mm. doesn't end up having any sort of significance because yeah. Aaron never comes back. So it's ah oh, spoiler. <laughs> It's just so frustrating to me because he could have had such a great sort of exit with Nadia and everything. And and then they have him with Shannon the at the freaking end, which makes it even yeah. worse. Because, exactly. you know, that was the true love. I mean, God, all those random blonde women I hooked up with, I hope when I go to the purgatory church, they're waiting for me there. <laughs> but this is just like where I went through the other four characters. We buy into it. I'm not faulting them at all. Like I'm, it makes total sense that the other four would go back to the island. And it's just almost laughable that he ends up in handcuffs. We've joked about Naveen Andrews being, it's almost like a meta joke at this point that he's being forced onto this plane because it the plot line is forced. Well, we literally see this now in, in the scenes afterwards because basically him walking through the airport when he's seeing like Kate Hurley and Jack, he's just like, can we catch another plane? Um, and she's like, no. Um, and he's like, oh, I'm very superstitious. I'll buy you a rabbit's foot. Okay. Do they just willingly sell them at airports in Los Angeles, do they? Um, and then when he's when he's on the plane, what, what does he say, um, like, when they're sitting on the plane and she says something along the lines of, like, oh, well, at least we're in business or something like that. And, <laughs> and then Ben comes on and then... Saeed has that line about, um, you know, are you working for Benjamin Linus? And she's like, no, who's Benjamin Linus? Like, oh, a liar, a manipulator, and a monster. It's like, why would I work for someone like him? And Saeed's like, (laughs) I did. Okay. (laughs) Ooh, drop mic, Saeed. But, like, why is he so... Why does Saeed just go along with this, though? Like, I mean, he's a pretty crafty dude. He was in the Republican Army. He's tortured people for a living. But, like, here he is getting booted in the face, basically mid-sex, and then he's just like, okay, and then just, like, walks on with his handcuffs. Like, shouldn't he fight back? Like, if Saeed had just fought back, then he wouldn't be on the island. That's all I'm saying. It's the McCutcheon. Yeah, exactly. Now, yeah. I'm wondering who who has the bigger kiss-kiss count at this point, Saeed or Sawyer? Because I think Saeed's an underrated slot in this show. <laughs> Well, there's Nadia, there's Shannon, there was that French, wasn't there that French woman? Oh, he didn't bang her. There was the blonde woman, Elsa, from Russia last season. That's right, yep. And then there's Uh, Ilana, so that's four. He doesn't fuck Ilana, though. He gets fucked over by her. I mean, if if it was me in real life, I'd count it. (laughs) Yeah, well, that's the closest you've ever got, so. uh, I got kicked in the face, that was touched by a girl. I'm counting that. <laughs> um, well, Sawyer, well, I think Sawyer, because Kate and Alicia, Juliet, Julia, Clementine. Oh, Clement. No, not Clementine. <laughs> Clementine's <laughs> mum. Clementine's mum. Um, and wasn't there another one? Wasn't one of the other ones we saw him conning? Yeah, he conned another woman. Can I just say for the record, Cassidy, not Clement. Cassidy. That's five. And then he bangs Charlotte in a flash sideways or something too, doesn't he? The afterlife, yeah. Sawyer. Sawyer, slut Sawyer. Come on. And look at him. Who wouldn't, though? Sorry, Saeed. Sorry, Saeed. Well, let's get on to Kate, shall we? Um, Jack, (laughs) Sawyer, Juliet, Boone, Roger, (laughs) the polar bear. 
<laughs> and then Claire, I mean, she kept herself busy in that jungle for for, for a year. She's, you think she's talking? You think she's talking about Aaron? She's talking about a legitimate squirrel baby. She had sex with the squirrels. Um, anything to add on the flashback section? I mean, it, the one thing I'll say, like, I'm with you. Um, I I just I randomly like long-haired assassin say like, it's kind of cool like the tense you know chase through That's russia a TV show in itself yeah i kind of like like and i actually i like naveen andrews at the bar just drinking his sorrows away like there's kind of something about it that i kind of appreciate and i actually i like the explanation like i like that we see how saeed got on the plate even though it's stupid so i definitely see the problems and everything but i'm not hating this stuff i still think this stuff's like mildly flirtingly entertaining <laughs> Yeah, I mean, I'm happy to have flashbacks back, uh, but the one thing I will say, and we get a bit of this next episode and with some other episodes, I like how they keep going back to the the dock. That's kind of like an anchor point where I think it's quite clever that these flashbacks use that as kind of that that moment that they keep going back to and we get to see it from pretty much everyone's perspective, which is pretty cool. Yeah. Uh, and it's cool to see Saeed's perspective from the plane because last time when we had 316 and whatnot, we saw it there in handcuffs, but we're just like, oh, that's just a bean and we didn't get anything about it. So <laughs> I, I guess that fills in the gaps a bit. Um, yeah, I like Saeed and I like Assassin Saeed and I like Badass Saeed and all of this is, could be its own TV show, but it's not lost. It's not lost. It's Saeed and Ben coming soon to ABC, the lost spin-off we've all been waiting for. Um, okay, so on the island, Saeed's in jail. Ben's bringing him a book and a sandwich, and he's like, I've read this one twice. I can't even read one once, Ben, you show off, not living up to the Ben name. Um, and is this the first time we sort of get Ben mentioning about Richard? He's like, like oh, did Richard send you? Um, and... So he then gets questioned by um, our favourite pedophile, 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 <laughs> not not the Phil, not Phil, uh, not <laughs> uh, pedophile, uh, Horace Goodsby. <laughs> What's his name? What's the actor's name? Doug Hutchinson. Stay Hutchinson. away from young Ben, Doug Hutchinson. Yeah, exactly. Well, That's what I boy. was thinking when I was watching it. Like, get young Ben off the set. Well, he would get young Ben off in different ways. Um, Saeed doesn't give up anything. We've got Juliet staring longingly into the distance. Oh, I guess this is over then. Like, this, I don't need random Juliet, Sawyer. Like, oh, boo-hoo. Like, we shouldn't be together in the first place. I I know you're a big Juliet fan and I'm come round on Juliet, but these next couple of episodes, not the best Juliet episodes, I have to say. Ah, oh, I don't mind Juliet and Kate talk mechanics. That's pretty hot. <laughs> but Juliet, I'm maintaining she looks good in that navy blue jumpsuit. I'm, I'm just, on board with mechanic Juliet. The only thing I, yeah, I don't like, I, I can kind of see it, but I still love my love me some Juliet. But it just kind of weirdly annoys me how like we just got this scene where like Sawyer's looking at the bacon burning. He's like, bacon's <laughs> done. What's on TV? <laughs> like. It's so like this is lost. I'm not watching Desperate Housewives. I love Desperate Housewives. I'm not trying to back into Housewives, but it's just the way they like they word this is just like what's on the box, and she's just like, oh, I guess we're over then. I forgot. I, but I just I love the 
I love the fact that like she's the one like going like guess it's over then. And so he's like, no, what are you talking about, freckles? Like I don't want to bone the other one. Like this is just stupid. Like I don't like yes, go and bone Kate. Bloody freaking Juliet and Sawyer doesn't work. This is um, where like you buy into at least the triangles or so. I don't know if buy into even the triangle or the square. So this is where I just grown so much of. I like Sun and Jean. I like Desmond and Penny, Charlie, Claire. This is all of this stuff is just bullshit. Boom, and I, yeah, I I feel like if this came out in 2021, we pro- probably would have had a lot less of this sort of love square thing, and it's so groom worthy. And yeah, Bacon's burning his chest. Oh, I forgot. <laughs> Iconic lost lines. The bacon when the bacon burns. <laughs> Juliet burns the bacon. Top five moment. Hey, she likes her bacon well done. Don't judge her. <laughs> <laughs> um, Sawyer questions Saeed. Uh, I love Sawyer this episode just basically telling Saeed, like, hit me, do this, do that. Like, I'll get you out of it. And Saeed's just like, no. <laughs> like, I will yeah, not I do it. it. I sent you a video of this because this is like the most. <laughs> oh, God, Naveen. Because Sawyer says, hit me in the face. And Saeed goes, what? (laughs) (laughs) What? Cockney British. He's not even Cockney, Navita. Just because, what? (laughs) It's it's kind of like the uh, the world is not enough when Pierce Brosnan does a thought. I forgot you, eh? I forgot you, eh? (laughs) What? What are you talking about, Sawyer? Bloody old chap, put you out the chimney. Get that chimney sweep going. Send a video to Ben because I'm just laughing so much. It's like this whole episode is just an essay about how Naveen Andrews has given up. What? (laughs) What? (laughs) Um, You want to talk about pointless drama? We've got uh, Hurley telling. Kate and Jack, that Sawyer and Juliet together, like it's it's literally the cafeteria, the lunchroom of, of high school yeah. gossiping. Um, although I do, I one do thing like, I like Hurley with the the sauces though. Yeah, it's like oh dippity, but I also like I like just nonchalant Jack. Like, what are you going to do about it? Nothing. <laughs> like Jack doesn't give a shit. I kind of like it. I kind of like you know. Naveen Andrews is watching this thing. Why couldn't have I got that fucking part? Yeah. This is where Matthew Fox is like got a court date for hitting bus drivers. And he's going, oh, I can't wait to live in rural Oregon. It's going to be great. I'm not um, going to do anything about it. I'm busy. Yeah. Also, uh, update, we don't know where Matthew Fox is. Um, uh, still don't know. Um, I mean, Saeed, I'm surprised not getting fat because the amount of sandwiches Ben is bringing him. Um <laughs> Chicken salad this time. Yum. I want chicken salad. Um, When I went to your house, I just got a cheese and relish sandwich. (laughs) Don't not cheese and relish. I've got mustard now. You can have some mustard. Come over to my house. Um, But then is this the one when – it is the the bit when Saeed's talking with Ben's dad. What's his name? Roger. And he's like, I love like Dick Saeed here when he's just like, oh, so you're one of the others, are you? Or you're one of this, um, you know, what happened to you or something like that for you to be here? And then what Saeed turns around and says, like, you're sweeping up after me or something like that. <laughs> Dick Saeed moment. Dick Saeed moment. But then we get Dick Roger here, like basically abusing Ben in front of Saeed. Um, oh, I think- that sandwich wasn't for me. <laughs> You've never made me a sandwich before. Uh, <laughs> um, oh, and I think 
I think I did. I miss the line. Was it earlier when Sawyer's questioning Saeed, and he's like, "How are you doing?" And he's like, "A twelve-year-old Benjamin Linus just brought me a chicken sandwich. How do you think I'm doing?" Or something that's like a, that. That's a good line. That's a very good line. Naveen Andrews uh, doesn't deliver it well, but it's a good line. <laughs> Saeed gets taken to a tree, and we meet. Is it Oldham? Uh, as he's referred to the the name of this episode, which is a great line. Like, who is this? He's our you. Ooh. That's Shit's a good go- line. He's going to get... I like that. And this guy, this guy's been on things before, Oldham. Well, I was going to say, I'm interested to hear your opinion because I like the idea of Oldham. I just think he's horribly miscast. I don't think don't- this is the character, that, the actor that was meant for this role. Well, I mean, he doesn't torture. He just gives them sugar cubes. I mean, you know. I, just, um, I kind of get the Sanderson. thing of having sort of a redneck sort of Muppet, but I, I just think he's they could have had someone more sinister or I don't know. I just don't think he pulls off the character. Ooh. Um, yeah, I can see it, but I, I don't have a massive problem with him. I think he's just, he's there. Is this his only episode that he's in? Or, yeah. Um, yeah, I mean, yeah, has someone a bit more sinister, but, I mean, he does the job for me, so I, I don't really have, yeah, a whole lot really to add there. I'm seeing what else he's been. He's been a lot of things, so um, it doesn't really help me. He was in ER for an episode, The X-Files for an episode. Sure, he's in a Law and Order somewhere. In the yeah, I think I was in The X-Files. Um, which Law and Order was he on? Come on, he's got to be in one of them. Uh, I was in Without a Trace. Uh, criminal mind, suspect behavior, bring back without a trace. Um, ah, oh, he was the he was the sheriff guy in True Blood. That's where I know him from. Okay, that legitimate. I was in Dharma and Greg. We haven't talked about that in a while. Um, so he then gives him uh, a sugar cube, basically that uh, makes him going to tell the truth. And um, I do love like this explanation. Like he, like he literally tells the truth. And what does he say at one point? Like maybe I should have only given him half a cube or something oh, yeah. like that. Because he's like, I'm That's from the future. Um, but I, like I think I actually really love about this episode. And like bag Naveen Andrews that all you want. But like Naveen Andrews is brilliant here when he kind of sounds like the Joker and he's like, ah, 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 and he's like, you use the right amount. <laughs> I was going to say, this is one of Naveen Andrews' worst moments. Really? I love it. I love, oh. like, manically oh. evil Saeed. Like, you gave me the right amount! Ah! I, just, I think he, he's a good actor, but I think any of the other actors on this show would have pulled that off better. I just, I'm not buying it. He just looks like he's given up at this point. I, well, he has. I mean, let's be honest. But I don't know. I like it. I kind of like it. I just, I just like this scene. I like kind of this reveal, and I love the reactions from all the dumb. And poor old Sawyer's in the background there because he says at one point, like, oh, and then there was Sawyer. And is it Radzinski's like, who gives a shit about Sawyer? Like, <laughs> who cares? is my favourite one of this scene. Ask him about the model. Yeah. Shut up, Radzinski. <laughs> how, how, how does he know what it's going to be called? We haven't even we haven't even had a meeting yet about what we're going to call it. <laughs> I, I love that when he starts going on about, all the different stations and then the swan is this we haven't even built it yet (laughs) I do like I can see why Rizuki kills himself he's treated like shit by the members of the day he's got no respect he's right (laughs) Rizuki's actually right like he's you know um, I like I like Manic Saeed just just for Rizinski I'm saying 
And justice for Manik Saeed. He's, he's the well-done stake of this episode. Leave him alone. Um, you want to talk about pointless scenes? Let's have the drama of sexy Juliet and Kate in their uniforms. First of all, very much I'd like to go to that mechanic shop. But oh, yeah, secondly... This is the love square's beginning, I think. Oh, I mean, Sweet Valley High continued. Oh, I know about you and um, uh, Sawyer, but like... Oh, Julia says, oh, I'm glad. I didn't know how to bring it up without me sounding like I want you to back <laughs> off. Like, ooh! <laughs> <laughs> oh, God, it's so fucking... Oh, like Gossip Girl. What's what, what's a cringy one tree drama hill. from the 2000s? Don't say the OC. One That's a good hill. one. <laughs> one Tree Hill. Uh, oh. Desperate Housewives again. Um, but I'm with you. They both look good. Actually, one thing I say about Evangeline Lilly in the next few episodes, she looks like she's getting better looking, and I don't think that's possible. Like, is that just me, or my uh, mistake yeah, too much? I thought, especially next episode, I thought she looked good. But yeah, uh, and so, I mean, again, I'm a fucker for anyone in navies. So. Well, that's why you're a Carlton supporter. But again, to clarify, Sawyer looking equally as hot. Hurley rocking the jumpsuit, and Rosinski. Yeah. The bald with the hair, hot. Yeah, yeah Rosinski's looking hot this episode. One of his yeah. best episodes, I think. Uh, <laughs> All seriousness, though, I think I think Naveen Andrews pulls off the, the permed long hair assassin <laughs> look. So I, I forgot to uh, send this to you, but I saw, I think it was either on Reddit or Facebook or something. I saw a picture and it was a picture of uh, Sawyer uh, and Juliet from season five. And the caption was something like, "These guys are my by disaster." <laughs> what? And I don't know what a by disaster is, but I feel like it has something to do with the love square that we're talking about with, uh, with Kate and Juliet and Sawyer and Jack. So I don't know. If someone else was onto that long before we were, but well, they're just listening <laughs> to the show, Noah. Um, by disaster. What a by disaster is, but I feel like that's. Something to do with the uh, Kate and Juliet hooking up. I've heard of the biathlon. Is this like a <laughs> a different sport coming to the Olympics? Yeah, I, d- I don't know. I've never heard of the bi disaster. I've heard of the Oz <laughs> Network disaster, but that's a whole other story. Um, there's a vote going on. Uh, let's all raise your hand, or let's all kill. What? Let's all kill um, Saeed. And I love it that it's our dear friend Rico Alsworth, Amy. Yeah, we should kill him. <laughs> kill him. <laughs> Don't Ethan turns into a little shit. The thing I don't get about this though is when like they all vote and poor old Sawyer he's the only one not putting his hand up and Rosinski, uh, not Rosinski Horace is like, I really would wish this would be unanimous. Why? Like, is this a record of the Dharma Initiative logbooks? Like, oh, there was one abstain from voting. Like, oh no, our perfect record of unanimous votes has been you know squashed by Lafleur. Like, what does it matter? Maybe they need a unanimous vote. Maybe it's a rule. Yeah, maybe. Who knows? Um, but then Sawyer basically tries to let Saeed escape. One day. Is this when he like walks in and he's just like, hit me. Uh, you owe me one or something like that. And then it's like, and you're going to steal my keys. Uh, and then Saeed's all like, no, I have a purpose for... What is his purpose? Have Is this a thing? Like, do we know? Don't ask me. Like I don't, I don't understand why Zombie Saeed is just like I have a per- like Nadia there or something like that. Like you're gonna <laughs> fuck Shannon's corpse. Like I mean, what is what is his purpose? I just like legitimately want to know. Is that ever explained? Well, if he waits uh, 
around maybe 25 years, Shannon will be back to the age she was when she died. Well, true. Is it, I mean, I'm assuming it's meant to be that he wants to kill Ben. Like, I'm guessing that's his now his excuse of, I have a purpose, I can kill young Ben and back to the future it up, right? Like, that's what I'm guessing it's meant to yeah, be. Yeah, that would be right. Which, yeah, look at that. Ben Waller's got something right for once. There you go. Um, Sawyer has a bit of a, we're back to Sweet Valley High mode because Sawyer's confronting Kate, like, why did you come back to the island? And what does she say? Like, oh, well, I know why I came back to the island. <laughs> um, and then, oh, just such a cock tease because interrupted by a f- fire van. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> We've all been there. I know. About to hook up with Evangeline Lilly and then boom, a van comes out of nowhere and burns. And then then a pandemic happens. She makes you take off your mask. You know the thing that I love about this is that, like, think about this in any other episode. This van hits, like, Sawyer's house and, oh, my God, we've got to get Sawyer out. We don't know if he's in the house. Oh, my God. And there's a 10-minute sequence about Sawyer being trapped in the house. This van crashes into a house and within two seconds we see, like, Jenny and Bridget jump out the windows. No one gives a shit. They're just like, get out. Get the hose. Like, who are these people in that house? But I love Firefighter Jack gets his hose. <laughs> there he is. It's <laughs> not Matthew, Matthew Fox's audition for the Oregon Rural Fire Department. Um, <laughs> mean, <laughs> meanwhile, we we find out that every security member has to help out. I mean, God, no, you, I'm sorry, but you deserve to have side escape if literally, like, even the prison warden has to go help out. Um and the Exactly. Ben Ben helps Jack... Uh, ben helps Jack escape. Ben helps uh, Saeed escape... Uh, they go into the jungle, and I'm gonna say now they are so spotted by that van. Why does Jin drive past them like a kilometer before he realizes he saw something? Naveen Andrews is in the light, going like, "Ah, don't hit me!" And then he's like, "Hide in the bushes." To which then like Jin gets out and he's all like, "Oh, like here you go." Um, and then poor old what, what Jin gets Jin and Saeed having all these encounters in bushes lately. I know, right? Like there, there's an extra layer to the love square. Poor old Jin gets knocked out again. Uh, <laughs> he's got some concussion going on. That's the only thing he does this whole episode. <laughs> How many times has he been knocked out? Um, and then Ben flirt mildly flirts with Saeed. Oh, you're such a good man in combat. Uh, <laughs> Plot twist. Plot twist. I I actually, I will admit, I like the ending of this episode because I I remember watching this for the first time going, holy fuck, he just shot a kid. Um, Saeed, what does he say? Like, you were right about me. I am a killer. Shoots fucking Ben, child Ben, in the chest and then runs away. I will say, according to Lostpedia, after a moment of reflection, he shoots Ben. Don't forget that. But um, I like it. Like, it's it's kind of badass Dick Saeed who, you know, killed a chicken at the beginning of the episode. Now he's killing, well, you know, supposedly killing Ben, shooting Ben in the chest. But, yeah, I legitimately remember watching this episode being shocked, going, oh, God, I've got to watch this. Like, fucking Saeed just shot a child. Like, I think first time watching this, you've got to admit, you would have been shocked too. Yeah, I mean, that's sadistic as all hell. I mean, Saeed's done some sadistic things, but. Even Mr. Friendly didn't kill Walt. Like, this is probably the most sadistic Lost ever gets is a guy just cold blood That's not true. shoots a child. Stranger in a Strange Land was pretty sadistic. <laughs> true. Uh, yeah, I mean, 
But I guess it's never been one of my favorite storylines because we know that Ben grows up to be Ben and we and we know what happens. But yeah, at the same time, it's Naveen Andrews shooting a child. So it's it's it is a shocking way to end the episode and it fits really well with the flashback sort of stuff. I think that ties in well. Reminding us of what Ben has done to Saeed. And then he's here and he's just like, yeah, I'm, I'm just going to murder him. Why not? And it's Which, kind of that age-old thing of would you go back in time and kill Hitler as a child? Um, I have to question his methods, though. Shooting him in the chest isn't guaranteed death, Saeed. Like, I mean, get the chicken, ring his neck, shoot him in the head. Like, you know, do something a bit different, right? Um, yeah, I, I like... It, you're right, but like I think, kind of what, what is good about this storyline, is the what we get next week with um Hurley and Miles because they're kind of almost it's almost I feel like Lost's meta commentary of well he could die, like because this is how the future could work, you know. So it's one of those sort of scenarios yeah. where it depends on what version of time travel you believe in, right? I think they do it much better with the bomb and reversing the plane crash. So that's my thing is literally the big finale is about changing history. So it's like, did we need two, did we need two storylines about changing history? Cause the big one is about the jughead bomb and preventing the crash. So it's kind of like, well, it's, it's repeating itself almost. But do we, we don't know about that though. So is the bomb repeating? Well, this we don't know now, but in hindsight, we can say that do we need two plot lines about that? Can I just say, I love the trivia of Lostpedia this week. We've got two gems, all right? The first one, <laughs> this is only the third time we see Saeed laughing, although he was <laughs> under the effects of Oldham's drugs. The first time was in Pilot Part 2 when he hears Russo's distress signal, and the second was during the raft launching in Exodus Part 1. Uh, and He's a sad man. It gets even better, Noah. This is the second time you see a dead chicken in a Kitsis Horowitz <laughs> episode of Lost. Last time was season three, Trisha Tanaka is dead. But those were frozen chicken. <laughs> <laughs> oh, God. So oh, good. And <laughs> you know I write on Lostpedia. Um, <laughs> but we like Trisha Tanaka is dead, so I'll give it a pass. That's true. Oh, and okay, you think that I'm the one that gets stroppy about, that's not Sydney, that's not Sydney. Bloopers and continuity errors. There is no such view on Red Square where a car could be parked. <laughs> See, even the Russians get angry, and you don't want to get the, the Russians angry. Australians angry, that's fine. Um, do we have any questions, answers? Did you... Uh... I, I want you to read, I'm just reading here, the second production note. The second production note. Uh, Though Achilles Gasus is credited in the press release for playing Guy and Carr, he does not appear in the episode. Okay. <laughs> we were robbed of Guy and Carr. Oh, oh well, hang on a minute. What about Molly McGiven appears in the episode playing Rosie, but she's uncredited. Ah. Oh. But Guy and Carr has a page despite not being <laughs> appearing. Who is, is this Mike? Is Guy and Carr Mike? He's got a big page too. 
Um, Jesus. Uh, Guy in car is portrayed by Julius there, though. Said asks him the time to get over the car window, which he replies 8.15 before he is shot. Um, is this a deleted scene? No, this was last season. Oh, oh okay. Oh, yep, yep, yep. I remember now. Oh, guy in car, what a man. Um, I don't think I've got any questions. Does Ben live? But I guess we're going to find that out next week, so it's pointless, right? No, I don't think uh, he's our you is going to bring us any questions or any answers. Uh, not, uh, why won't my parakeet eat my diarrhea? Are you sure? Well, we, we, we know that Nathan Fillion is in movies, so that's, that's all that matters. Between now and the end of this, we're going to get a parakeet. One of them's going to have diarrhea, <laughs> and then he's going to eat it, and then we'll go that way. Um, now, before we buy, rent, bin, and rate, can I just point out, HollywoodReporter.com, I do this over on Breaking Bad. I, I, che- I read out where certain media rank the episodes, so I haven't really done this on Lost. But Hollywood Reporter did uh, a ranking of all the episodes of Lost. They have this at number 30. Noah, number 30 out of what, 111 episodes. You haven't even put a season five episode above 50 yet. Yeah. So episodes below this, uh, one of them, Solitary, Two for the Road, Lockdown, Lafleur, The Long Con, Confidence Man, Beginning of the End, Because You Left. These are below it. LAX, The Cost of Living. Question mark, the 23rd Psalm, 316, the hunting party, what they died for, the candidate. Yeah. Wow. What is their number one episode? I don't want to spoil this. What is number one? Oh, actually, we've done the number one episode already. Walkabout, season one, season one, episode four. Yeah. Followed by Through the Looking Glass, followed by The Constant, followed by Exodus, followed by Pilot, followed by Trisha Tanaka is Dead. All these episodes we've done, oh. followed by The Shape of Things to Come, followed by There's No Place Like Home. Uh, there's a season five episode that they we haven't gotten to yet. It's number nine. And then they've got season six episode at number 10. So there you go. Wow. Okay. Um, I'm buying this episode. I actually like this episode. It's a very low buy. Low buy. And I'll, I'll explain that in my rankings in a second. I just, I loved it. Like the ending. Again, I remember watching this live being so shocked. Like, holy crap. Like, what the fuck is happening? He just shot a fucking kid. Um, it goes by quickly. There's nothing boring about this episode. Like, yeah, I get sort of the, the criticisms of it. I mean, outside of the Sweet Valley High stuff, but that's so blink and you miss it, you don't really care. Um, I like sort of sexy permed Naid. That's Saeed and Naveen Andrews combined. <laughs> um, Saeed. Uh, I like Ben the Russian spy. Um, yeah, I don't know. I, I like it. So it's, it's a buy, but I will say this is my lowest buy. So I have this at 54. Uh, one spot below Lafleur. So again, yeah. season five, just to point out, I have it 46. 48, 49, 50, 51, 53, and 54. So uh, a lot of season five episodes in this middle section. <sighs> you you bought it, but you also like your steak. Well done. So um, <laughs> Let it go, Noah. <laughs> yeah, I'm going to give it a low rent. So a buy is a bit silly. Come on. Um, oh, you're a bit silly. That's and my the comeback. Hollywood Reporter putting it above all those episodes that you listed, that's very silly. Um, yeah, I mean, it's not boring. That's why it's not a bin. You've been the boring ones. 
there's just too much wrong with the Saeed plotline for me. And and the, I love the line, he's our you. But then the actual kind of torture seat is just a bit pointless and it's kind of stalling for time. And, and Oldham does not deliver the way that he should. Um, yeah, I, I like the ending too. But again, this Ben thing has never been one of my favorite plot lines in the show. There's just, yeah, there's not enough here for me for it to be a buy. I don't see what you're seeing at all. Uh, Naveen Andrews has given up on this show. The writers have given up on Saeed. And the sad thing is we've still got one more Saeed episode to go. And I'm a Saeed fan, but I wish we could just leave it here. I wish he would just disappear into the jungle like Claire at this point. You know, the sad thing is... This is the second longest streak of buys I've ever had doing Lost. I've had six in a row now. The last time I had uh, this many was between episode 19 of season three and episode three of season four. So that was what, one, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight buys in a row. Uh, and I don't even particularly am like mad about this season. Uh, so that's interesting. Um, it's just It's just kind of almost like, I don't know, MCU loss. It's just, it's standard. They're playing it safe. Like, it's just, it's zoom. Like, there it is. You know, they're not going too risque, basically, with that. But um, anyway, speaking of risque. 13-year-old Ben. True. Well, that's true. Touche. Speaking of uh, risque, next week, it's a Kate episode. So, it's a bin from Noah. Uh, (laughs) (laughs) Seriously, I want you to find out how many, if there's been a single Kate episode you have not been. I think we worked this out last time. Um, Now, of course. I bought Tapula Russell. Whatever Happened Happened is the name of the episode. I like this episode. Like, Kate's looking good. There's a bit of a scene in it where I got a bit teary, not because of the scene. It was because of the score that they play there, the, the great, um, I can't remember the name of the track, but it's fantastic. Um, yeah, I like it. I, I We get some caveats about Jack and Kate back in LA that they got up to a bit more than just hooking up. Um, we get sort of Claire. <laughs> 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 sort of. Um, and we get the worst Australian accent on television. Um, <laughs> so, I don't know. Like, there's something about, like, I, I'm always a defender of Kate episodes. But, like, I will say we, we basically find out what happens to Aaron. So, we'll be able to answer a question next week. And I actually like the fact that we get sort of an episode explaining this. We get Clementine and Clementine's mum um, and kind of just uh, stuff around that. So, and I like, again, maybe this comes from the fact that I like Kate, I like Kate and Sawyer. So I kind of like how there's almost some sort of, sort of pointless Sweet Valley high stuff around Kate and Sawyer, but like I, it's needed for me, it's needed. I think it helps sort of break these two up more, which is sad because they shouldn't be broken up. So yeah, I like whatever happened, happened. Oh, it's kind of interesting because Kate has the the rare distinction of she's the only character this season to have two flashbacks. Oh, because she, she, well, she had the little prince earlier mm. in the season, so it, it's quite weird that they had uh, two flashback episodes for Kate. Uh, but I'll agree, it's a much needed episode. Uh, it's an important episode, I think, and I think it's one that gets forgotten quite a lot um but yeah i mean i have had my track record with kate episodes but this one works because it, it's barely a kate episode the flashbacks are kate things but 
the things that are happening on the island is not if we're being honest, it's not that centric really to Kate. There's a few, like, they shoehorn Kate in, but more or less it's just continuing on this Ben storyline. Um, but the, the flashback stuff is decent too. Uh, so it's not going to be my lowest rated Kate episode, that's for sure. Uh, there, there's some, it's an important episode, I think. Uh, still not my favourite character, but that's fine. Um She's quickly surpassing Saeed at this point. So oh, yes. Win. <laughs> win a win a chicken dinner. I will say um, we talked about it last week, I think it was, and we mentioned a bit today, but one of my most funniest favourite scenes in Lost History is in this episode with Miles and Hurley. I just fucking love their little sequences talking about time travel. It's brilliant. Um, and, oh, Gummy Joe comes back next week for, like, literally 30 seconds. Um, it's been so absent lately. And flirting between Kate and Mr. Linus. Um, <laughs> so add another one to the, the, the large shape, whatever we're at. Um, in the meantime, if you like us talking about Lost, you'll probably like us talking about Breaking Bad in 24. You can find those episodes happening as well. Movie stuff is probably happening by the time we release this. Hopefully we'll see how that goes. And check out our other sister shows, Double Oz 7, Australian Survivor Archives, a qualifying lap. Um, off the podium, <laughs> qualifying lap without an episode since like 2017. Um, Euros Vision hasn't had an episode since 2020. Um, The Brink hasn't had an episode since beginning of this year. So still check them out. They're funny at some point. So, and Noah, check out Noah tries to get a date. The eight-part true crime documentary series coming soon. Series. Coming soon to the Oz Network. I just couldn't get a date. I tried ordering my state medium rare, but no one would date me. I don't know why. I don't Um, know the secret. But we'll be back next week. My name is Ben, and hit me in the face. Um, Oh, gladly. My name is Nora, and this podcast was well done. Thanks for downloading this episode of the Oz Network. Make sure you never miss an episode by subscribing to the podcast by Apple Podcasts, Spotify, Stitcher, Google Podcasts, or by copying our RSS feed into your preferred podcast provider. And while you're there, please drop us a rating and leave us some feedback. You can also be sure to stay up to date with all the latest episodes and happenings from the show, as well as finding out how you can get involved in upcoming episodes by following our social media pages on Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram, as well as getting everything you need under one roof at the Oz network.net thanks again for listening and we'll speak to you next time like exclusive stuff yes sir do you like having access to your favorite podcast hosts in a way like never before yeah absolutely do you wish you had access to our old survivor oz episodes that you can't find anywhere else online oh yeah if you answered yes to one two or all of those questions then get excited because the oz network is now on patreon That's right, your favourite podcast has jumped on the Patreon bandwagon to enable a better listening experience for you, our listener. Wow! 
For more details, simply head to www.patreon.com forward slash oznetwork where you can sign up for as little as $3 a month. It'll be the best decision you make since that last bad one you made. <laughs>